Tim's News Explosion. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Tim's News Explosion on this Monday, the 16th of January, 2023. We are live on the Wilmsfront YouTube, DLive and Odyssey channels, as well as also on the Interactive Entropy software, which I put the link into the chat, where you can send myself a direct question. Uh, you can also send through a super chat to support not just this program, but other Unshackled productions. Hello to everyone in the, the live chats. Uh, Peak Aussie Man, Dawn Browning, Hadron Anti-Bullying, uh, Kesho, uh, Margot, and uh, could uh, Kesho and Margot uh, please stop uh, spamming the chat with each other's names uh, because <laughs> it reminds me of the, the old spam 51 accounts. Uh, hello to uh, I'm a Stupid Moron as well. Uh, great to see all the regulars in the chat. Uh, it is 8.30 p.m. here in Melbourne, Victoria, where we've got another high 30-degree day tomorrow. We had a high 30 degree Celsius day on Saturday, uh, which means that our chief health officer, Brett Sutton, uh, couldn't help himself but put out an alert because, well, people aren't listening to him about COVID anymore. So he thought he'd put out a, a climate alert. He uh, tweeted, yes, it's called summer, but days like today can be a real danger to those most at risk. Please check on elderly, family, friends and neighbours. Stay in cooler settings as much as possible and drink plenty of water. Never leave kids and pets in cars. Well, sadly, there's still a lot of uh, brain-dead parents and animal owners uh, who do leave uh, their their kids and pets in cars. Uh, they're not the type of people who are going to read uh, your tweets there, uh, Brett Sutton. There's always a sad story of some Shazza who leaves a poor Brayden in the car on a hot day to, to fry while she plays the pokies for five to, to six hours and uh, neglects him and it's devastating. And now last Tuesday uh, at the Melbourne Magistrates Court, uh, National Socialist uh, Melbourne personality, uh, Thomas Sewell uh, was sentenced after being uh, convicted of a fray and recklessly causing injury over his uh, March 2021 altercation outside uh, Channel 9 Melbourne. Uh, with a concierge who uh, grabbed the throat of his cameraman, Jacob Hershner. So Thomas Saul reacted uh, by uh, punching him and knocking him to the ground a couple of times. Uh, he was uh, found uh, guilty 
Uh, I've already said that uh, even though he says he was defending his uh, friend, it did look like excessive force there. Kesha, you accidentally left hot uh, left my chocolate in the hot car once. Yes, you are a complete idiot for doing that. It would have just melted into <laughs> into your into your car there. Uh, now, Thomas Sewell, uh, the uh, the mainstream media were there to cover uh, what they expected would be his uh, imprisonment, and Thomas Sewell was uh, expecting that he would be uh, jailed. He'd expect nothing less, but the magistrate uh, decided, since he had uh, no criminal history and previously uh, good behaviour, uh, that he uh, sentenced him to 150 hours of uh, community service uh, to be served over 18 months. And uh, Channel 9, who, uh, of course, the incident uh, was uh, the where the, the incident was uh, at their, their headquarters, there it was one of their, their lead stories. And uh, so their uh, headline was uh, Thug, Thug Walks. And uh, so this is Andy Nolch's propaganda alert article and uh, now i'm not going to i'm not sure i'm not going to play it uh, here uh, now this was just channel 9 news melbourne there was a a current affair expose uh, following at uh, at 7 p.m uh, where uh, they interviewed devir abramovich who uh, zoomed in from israel to say uh, this was a, a a travesty of of justice uh, that uh, uh, Tom wasn't uh, imprisoned. And uh, also the current affair reporter uh, ambushed uh, Thomas Sewell's pregnant uh, girlfriend and uh, said her her full name, Doxter. And now I am going to play, I'm not going to play any of the the mainstream media propaganda, but I'm going to play a part of uh, David Hiscock's uh, footage of Thomas Sewell's comments uh, after uh, his uh, sentencing where he's uh, pressed by Channel 7's uh, Paul Dowsley. I didn't see Channel 7's uh, uh, report on it, uh, but this is uh, this is uh, part of uh, what went down uh, following uh, his uh, sentencing. And uh, obviously, the you can tell that the media were quite shocked that he was there afterwards and not in prison. Uh, now we've had a... I don't think it's a, a fair result, but it's probably one that we won't contest. You said you were going to be jailed. Yeah, you were wrong. My prediction. He said he wanted to jail me, but the reason why he didn't jail me was because of my character up until this point, and the fact that I have a young family starting, and that I am an ex-defence person, and just my overall character, my work ethic, and the references that I had. You talked about the impact when you were going in. You said when you were going in that you thought he was that the system was corrupt, the police and the media was corrupt. Or the police. Does this, does this indicate that that's wrong, given that you're out on the street again? No, I still believe that the police and the media are corrupt institutions. I do think you've lied about COVID. I think you're lying about Australian people being replaced by foreigners. Courts so are still corrupt as well? It is all connected. Uh, this, then why are you this, out on the street? Why didn't they jail you? Why wouldn't a, a corrupt system jail you like you predicted they would? Well, I think there's still time, but we'll see how we go. But why didn't they today? I think today would have been completely unreasonable even by their corrupt standards. 
Uh, I'm a stupid moron says, why did he, uh, Thomas Sewell's lawyer leave him? That was uh, fake news, mainstream media propaganda. Uh, Tom didn't want to pay them uh, for that day because it was just sentencing. So he was just there by himself. I mean, what would be the point there of paying for a sentence that had already been uh, decided there? Uh, now, the, the full uh, video is on the, the XYZ News Telegram uh, channel. It goes for about seven minutes, and Thomas Sewell signs off with a, a Nazi uh, salute, which was, uh, I think, blurred on the, the Channel 9 current affair footage. And uh, one of the, the ages uh, editors, uh, Michael uh, Bachelorard. Uh, so this is a note from the editor who uh, ta talks about uh, the well, editorial torment the age staff went through, whether deciding to, to post the photograph of Thomas Sewell at the end, posting, uh, uh, well, uh, posing, a, or should I say, carrying out a Nazi salute or horizontal hand movement or uh, as it's referred to in soccer terms, uh, arm in an unnatural position. Uh, so uh, Michael Bachelorard says, Thomas Sewell is one of the most odious individuals in Australia. He runs a Nazi cell. He's a racist and violent man who attracts other lost violent men to his cause. This week he was sentenced by the Victorian courts after he entered a corporate building, the one I work in, made a pest of himself and then punched to the ground the nine security guard who tried to escort him out after Sewell's mate had called the guard who was born in the Dominican Republic a monkey. That's not actually true. Uh, Jacob said a uh, dance monkey, which uh, a, he claimed he was uh, uh, just referencing the, the Tones and I number one song, Dance Monkey. And so it goes on to say that uh, uh, Sewell stood in front of the media and said a stray for the white man and flashed a Nazi salute. The question for us at the age is whether to publish a picture of that salute. The argument against was that Sewell wanted us to, he wanted to gloat about it, use it as a recruiting tool. The argument for publishing was to show what a cretin he really is and to invite our readers to come to a similar uh, judgment and it goes uh, on and on and on and uh, mentions uh, the fact that uh, New Zealand's uh, Prime Minister Jacinta Ardern uh, did not want any people to name uh, Breton Tarrant who murdered 51 Muslims in the Christchurch terrorist attack in uh, March of 2019. So yes, that was just um, a Edit, uh, shrill editorially editorializing there from uh, the age newspaper there now later in the week on thursday in news uh, that uh, i did not see coming uh, i'm not sure uh, did any of you and uh, i saw up there i had your anti-bullying yes i am aware that uh, it is the 88th episode of Tim's News Explosion, and uh, well, I've started talking about Thomas Sewell. Uh, now I'm going to talk about uh, New South Wales Premier's Dominic Perrottet's uh, confession that uh, at his uh, 21st birthday party uh, back in 2003, he wore a Nazi uniform uh, uh, with a swastika armband as well. 
And so he uh, immediately uh, apologized to uh, uh, members of the uh, Jewish community and wrote a letter to the New South Wales Jewish Board of Deputies and visited uh, New South Wales Holocaust uh, Memorial immediately after. And uh, of course, this is the the same uh, Dominic Perrottet who last year as Premier championed uh, uh, the uh, the passing of a Nazi uh, symbol uh, public ban uh, modelled on the one that has come into effect in Victoria. Uh, so maximum penalty: twelve months in prison, imprisonment, eleven thousand dollar fine, or fifty five thousand dollar fine for a corporation. And uh, this is also the same Dominic Perrottet uh, that uh, back here in 2021 uh, gave over uh, $6 million uh, for a Jewish museum upgrade to preserve Holocaust history. And uh, as so I it's got it highlighted, uh, the quotes from him. Uh, he said that uh, this museum uh, ensures schools across the state are educated in the history of the Holocaust and the stories of those who survived it. As we come to a time when Holocaust survivors will no longer be able to share their stories, this expansion of the Sydney Jewish Museum will provide a vital link to ensure the Holocaust is always remembered by future generations. This funding will help preserve the history of the Holocaust, keep alive the memory of the victims and survivors, allowing more visitors through a state-of-the-art facility to learn more about the history of the Holocaust. Currently, less than 10% of the museum's collection is on display and visitors are visitors are limited. This upgrade will see additional artifacts currently sitting in the archive brought out on display to educate more visitors and students on the lessons of the Holocaust for years to come. One could argue that he, uh, Perrottet uh, was trying to, well, uh, introducing these policies to placate, lessen his own guilt for, for wearing that uh, Nazi uniform uh, 20 years ago, which if he, because he said he hired it from a fancy dress shop, and so he assumed that he would have worn it in public before he uh, arrived to uh, his uh, parents' house where his 21st was. And so there's been a, a lot of uh, media frenzy about uh, who uh, was there that night and what was said about his uh, Nazi uniform. And uh, so apparently uh, one guest recalled how he'd offered to uh, take it uh, off. Uh, this was uh, the offer by Mr. Perrottet was made to one of his Jewish friends who had turned up. Sources recalled Anthony Orkin, who was friends with the Premier, was at the uh, function. When asked about the reaction to his out outfit, uh, Mr. Perrottet uh, said that he did not remember who he exactly was at his uh, 21st. Uh, so other guests say uh, Alex Hawke, now federal Liberal MP, attended the party, but he cannot uh, recall. Uh, so, and it uh, goes on to, to mention uh, the types of people are there. Other costumes on the night included an army uniform and a police officer 
outfit. There was also a Balmain Tigers uh, uniform. Uh, now, before he uh, deactivated his Facebook account, uh, a good friend of uh, 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 the unshackled Carl Kutazi uh, confirmed that uh, he was at that uh, 21st uh, party. And uh, I suspect that he was the one in the, the Belmain Tigers uh, uniform since he's a, a mad Tigers uh, supporter. Uh, Kyle Kutazi uh, last year uh, was a, he was elected to the New South Wales Liberal State Executive, uh, but uh, very soon after uh, was expelled for, a, for alleged uh, branch stacking. And uh, it's uh, one of his uh, uh, photo. Uh, I'm not sure if he created the the Photoshop of uh, Dom Perrottet as a pink uh, unicorn. Uh, 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 so that was uh, reported by uh, Seven News. That's the reason why Kyle deactivated his uh, Facebook because people kept screenshotting uh, his posts and sending them to uh, uh, journalists there. Now, why has this come out after uh, 20 years? Uh, obviously, there's an election in New South Wales in, in two months' time. Uh, now, Dom Perrottet uh, said uh, that uh, he was alerted on Tuesday evening by a colleague uh, that a photo could surface. Many people speculated that that colleague could be uh, his deputy beside him, uh, Matt Keane. Uh, who might be uh, undertaking some sort of House of Cards strategy uh, to become Premier, minus the murder, of course. Uh, but it was actually another uh, bald colleague, uh, David Elliott, uh, who is uh, the, the, the now uh, transport uh, minister. Uh, he lost uh, pre-selection. Uh, and, uh, well, good riddance to him because as Police Minister David Elliott uh, defended New South Wales Police uh, strip searching uh, children. Uh, now, there's been a lot of uh, speculation, uh, rumour uh, on uh, that uh, the reason why this has all of a sudden come out, come out now uh, is because uh, Dominic Perrottet is uh, taking on the pokies lobby. Uh, so he wants to introduce a cashless uh, gaming card uh, into uh, New South Wales pokies venues. And so uh, there's a lot of people uh, saying that uh, well, this, the, the two could be uh, connected. And they've also mentioned that uh, David Elliott has uh, his son works for a gambling company, and uh, he has questioned uh, this uh, uh, the the need for this uh, cashless uh, gaming card. And also, uh, before uh, he was in politics, he uh, worked for the Australian Hope. Uh, uh, he worked for a couple of organisations linked to the, the gaming industry. And it's uh, also uh, speculated that uh, maybe the pokies lobby was behind the firebombing of Friendly Geordie's home uh, because uh, one of uh, Friendly Geordie's last videos before he went dark uh, following uh, the firebombing of his house uh, was an interview with a club's New South Wales whistleblower and like 
we we all saw friendly shorty's videos like he he looks like he was a person who was never intimidated and always was the always was arrogant and cocky in all of his videos but that sure uh sure silenced him there now the new south wales labor opposition leader chris mins he opposes a the uh the cashless gaming card but there is quite a quite a, quite a a push a community push uh to rein in the pokies industry so today he announced uh, a series of of uh, gambling reform measures uh, as well so it seems the the tide is turning against the pokies lobby and if uh, they were behind i uh, the because the photo hasn't surfaced it's just a speculation that there is a photo I, apart from the uh, the the labor rusted on and the professional pearl clutches, the ordinary voter uh, doesn't care. Uh, they they don't believe that it has any impact on uh, the, the uh, Dominic Perrottet, uh today. Uh, they agree he was young and stupid to to do that, and not even Chris Minns has sought to capitalise it. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, a lot of politicians pro probably have uh, skeletons in their their closet. Maybe Dom Perrottet is uh, praying that uh, there's a blackface photo of of Chris Minns. Of course, the uh, the king of uh, of blackface is uh, Canadian. Uh, Prime Minister Justin uh, Trudeau. This is the three separate occasions uh, he wore blackface, and of course, uh, because he was a drama teacher, he wanted to 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 make his uh, his his costumes as authentic as possible. So he stuffed a sock down his pants, so it looked like he had a big black penis as well. Uh, and he, of course, he got re-elected after these blackface uh, photos circulated. Then there was the the Democrat uh, governor of uh, Virginia, uh, Ralph Northam, uh, who in a college yearbook, a, he's one of the two. He's either the the minstrel uh, or the the Klansman. There, he couldn't remember uh, which 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 was it there. Now, uh, in Virginia, governors are term limited to one term, uh, so he didn't have to face the the voters after that surface there. But I can uh, assure every one of my viewers that I have never worn a Nazi uniform. I've never worn blackface. I've never worn a KKK outfit. And if any photo does service of me in any of those outfits, they have been uh, photoshopped there. And uh, for the record, I support uh, poker machines. I think that uh, as a libertarian, uh, people should be free to to play them. So the pokey lobby, I definitely yeah support the the pokies. So leave me alone. <laughs> All right, now keeping on uh, Australian news. Uh, now it was uh, revealed uh, on Wednesday last week. Oh, sorry, th sorry, Thursday. I'm getting my my dates mixed up early Thursday morning, that before Anthony Albanese uh, travelled up uh, to the flood-affected areas of northwestern Australia, uh, he had uh, met up 
with uh, Dan Andrews at Lindsay Fox's Portsea Mansion. And in fact, Albanese uh, was uh, flowing on Lindsay Fox's shopper, uh, private shopper uh, uh, down down to Lindsay Fox's uh, holiday home there. So, uh, so this was last Saturday. So he was in Geelong uh, on on Saturday morning for a press conference with Richard Miles, and then he took uh, the Fox Chopper uh, to uh, Portsea. And uh, there is the the the, the photo that uh, Albo posted to social media of him with with Dan. Uh, Dan's eyes there look like that's classic crazy eyes, Dan there. And uh, Dan has now scuttled off into to holidays. And uh, Albo, of course, uh, uh, batted away questions about, you know, what went down at the, the barbecue. Dan Andrews said, do you, do you want to interview the, 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 the gas underneath the, uh, the barbecue like you wanted to wanted to interview the the steps i wonder if there was any uh in jokes at uh <laughs> the the lynn fox uh lynn fox barbecue there oh mind the steps there uh dan and elbow and uh i'll play for you uh danger uh dan andrews uh his his uh summary of uh he's one of my my favorite uh satirists uh danger Danger Dan Andrews. So I will, will play his uh, hilarious. If I can find it here, he always does. Uh, he and Roxanne probably have the the best parodies there. Uh, so Albo has said, "Oh, the you know it'll be declared on parliamentary in interest the the, the complimentary uh, chopper ride there." I'll just catch up with your 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 comments. Linda Hunter says, uh, "Disgusting. Nothing will be easy with anal." Uh, there's a super chat uh, from "I'm a stupid moron" for three Australian dollars. Uh, Parker Posey is touring Australia. Would be good if you cover it, and maybe we can have a meet up. I have heard uh, that uh, yes, she is touring uh, uh, Australia. I uh, women's rights activist who is taking on the 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 trans lobby i don't think i will be able to to make it there i'm a stupid moron but thank you for uh the super chat uh, and uh, now uh for your amusement uh danger dan andrews summary of the the lynn fox barbecue the Prime Minister is being criticised for attending a billionaire's barbecue during the current flood crisis in New South Wales and Western Australia. Oh, oh, that's not right. Let me quash some of these rumours that have been circulating. But first, let me begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of this multi-million dollar beachfront property, which is the land on which we meet. And I pay my respects to billionaires, past, present, and emerging. Ah, but it's okay, there's nothing to worry about, because billionaires don't want any favours from politicians. 
<laughs> Lindsay just wanted to show us his new Weber. And Lindsay also showed me his extensive car collection of Mercedes, Benz and Porsches. It was such a shame that they were all combustion engines and not electric. I need to have a chat to Lindsay about renewables. I've just realised, since becoming Prime Minister, that i spent more time in the air than I have on the ground. How dare you? <laughs> but that's OK. My friends at the ABC won't ask me any difficult questions. Sorry, that's just not fair. Now, the reason why uh, Lindsay Fox is supportive of the the, the Labor Party, uh, because obviously in uh, running a, a trucking business, uh, Lindsay Fox needs a, a good relationship with uh, the unions uh, who are part of the, the, the Labor Party. So it's good business sense uh, for him. And uh, the unions obviously had a, a big uh, victory last year with the Albanese government passing a multi-employer bargaining, which is a de facto return to centralised wage fixing of the, the 1970s. And uh, since they got that out of their, their new Labor government, uh, the union uh, mo movement has uh, revealed uh, their next uh, wish, uh, that uh, a de facto return to compulsory uh, student uh, compulsory unionism uh, because uh, they are accusing uh, employees who benefit from uh, union struck enterprise uh, bargaining agreements of being freeloaders because only 12.5% of uh, employees are union members. Uh, so they want a, a fee uh, or fee scheme introduced that if you're in an industry which uh, benefits, uh, well, which is uh, covered by an enterprise bargaining uh, agreement, uh, then uh, if you're not a member of the union, then you should have to pay a tax to the government, which they pass to their, their union mates. It's no different from basically a mafia uh, protection fair you know when the mafia used to go around to businesses and say pay us protection money because we're keeping you you safe even though you never asked them to keep you safe and uh of course uh the with the the enterprise bargaining uh agreements uh they can uh trade away award conditions if it if it's uh, deemed that uh, employees are better off overall now i don't think the albanese government will though go this far but it shows the mentality of the the unions there i mean if albanese did uh pass uh, this de facto uh compulsory unionism uh then you can guarantee that it, the the coalition uh would have a 
a big uh, campaign uh, that they could launch against uh, the Albanese uh, government in promising to uh, repeal this law, repeal this tax of would it be. Now, other local news uh, uh, last last week uh, was uh, an extraordinary press conference by the, the Chinese ambassador, Jai uh, Quen, uh, and who said that uh, we should worry about Japan, not China, uh, said that uh, Japan's failure to issue an official apology for its conduct during World War II, including mistreatments of Australian prisoners of war, meant it could go to war with, with Australia, even though the countries have since become close security partners. He wants us to, to be afraid of the, the Japs again, which, I mean... We're closer than ever with Japan. In fact, Japan owns most of our beer, owns some of our milk and orange juice, and we don't even bat an eyelid. I mean, people of my generation can't believe that uh, the Japanese actually like did uh, like uh, invaded all those countries in World War II and subjected prisoners of war to absolute uh, cruelty there. And so. It went for about an hour, this uh, press conference, where uh, the ambassador, he uh, he bagged AUKUS and talked about the repairing of uh, Australia-Chinese relations and that uh, he, he even uh, raised a glass of, of red wine because uh, China is basically, like, he, he, he tried to say that... Oh, where where it's uh, we're all friends again, but uh, China was coming from a position of of weakness. I mean, their economy uh, they they crippled their economy, the CCP uh, through three years of COVID zero, and the trade sanctions they put on with the uh, banning our wine, lobsters, uh, barley, and coal, like it disadvantaged them, and so they're basically become groveling uh, back. And uh, the like, obviously, we sh we should take what the Chinese ambassador says with a grain of salt. Uh, but he did say he hoped a solution to the detention of Australians uh, Cheng Li and Yang uh, Hujun uh, would soon emerge. Adding it was important for Australians to respect China's legal process. Well, if they are convicted, there should be some sort of prisoner swap. I would hope the Al Albanese government would do. And uh, there was also a visit by a Chinese envoy uh, to uh, Australia. Now, obviously, the uh, the CCP they're trying to play into domestic politics by saying, "Oh, this new government's much better uh, than the the old government uh, that uh, was uh, really unfair and and mean to us." Uh, but uh, it's it's China who's come come groveling back. Uh, Anthony Albanese, after he visited, uh, well, he went uh, went uh, from Geelong uh, to Lindsay Fox's holiday home to Broome. He also went to, to Papua New Guinea, where he uh, engaged in some uh, cultural appropriation, wearing one of their tribal hats there. I don't know what that is, but it seems to be cut the customary. Uh, Michael McCormack recently, I think he went to... Um, one of the Pacific Islands and uh, drank one of their their local uh, lo local delicacies to be respectful, and it ended up throwing it all back up. Uh, but uh, I think a, a a hat is quite harmless there. 
Uh, now, another uh, nation uh, which the international uh, community is uh, turning against and uh, condemnation is growing is Iran, given that they executed a, a joint uh, British-Iranian citizen for taking part in the, the protests there. Iran could be the Russia of 2023 in being orchestrated from the international community uh, because uh, the uh, Islamic uh, Islamist uh, regime there, it uh, it will not be like the the CCP and and backflip on a on one of its uh, core tenets uh, because the CCP there. Uh, their main goal is self-preservation, even if it means backflipping on something like COVID zero. But uh, the Islamist uh, regime of Iran will never moderate uh, its uh, a persecution of uh, dissent uh, against uh, Islam, uh, fund, uh, fundamentalist uh, Islam teaching and uh, the, the morality police there. So it's probably going to get a whole lot more ugly there. Now, over the the past week, uh, we had sadly some more sudden deaths. Uh, so uh, we lost uh, Diamond of Diamond and Silk at the age of uh, 51, Lynette Hardaway. The news was broken by Donald Trump. Uh, Diamond and Silk uh, were prominent with their YouTube uh, videos and they stumped for Trump at his uh, campaign rallies. Uh, they told uh, their fellow black Americans, because they didn't like the phrase African-Americans, they considered themselves Americans. Uh, they said uh, to other black Americans, get off the, the democratic plantation. Uh, so it's a sad loss. Uh, this is a, a tribute that uh, MAGA cartoonist uh, Branko uh, drew. Well done, good and faithful servant. Uh, we will miss you. Uh, now, on uh, social media, uh, the uh, Trump uh, mega deranged crowd uh, claimed uh, that Diamond died of COVID uh, and claimed that she was hospitalized with COVID in, uh, in December last year. And so they were uh, gloating, oh, it's another... Uh, COVID COVID idiot anti-vaxxer who's died of COVID. Uh, fuck around and f find out. Like they actually gloat about people about these type of people dying from uh, COVID. Uh, we also had uh, sadly the death of uh, Elvis Presley's uh, only daughter, Lisa Marie Presley, at the age of 54. She actually suffered two cardiac arrests, uh, one of which obviously led to her being rushed to hospital and another one that proved fatal. Uh, her mother, uh, Priscilla Presley, is still uh, alive. She's uh, 77. It's always a tragic for a mother to lose uh, her daughter. And, of course, uh, Lisa Marie Presley leaves behind her, her own young children uh, as well. And uh, there was also a, a locally a Bernie Finn, a former a liberal term Democratic Labour Party a MLC. Uh, he I had had to, he spent time in 
uh, ICU after a particularly nasty encounter with the Wuhan pneumonia. Looking forward to getting home within the next few days. And he is home and well now. And there were uh, people gloating about his hospitalization on uh, social media. Even though Bernie Finn had taken the vaccine, uh, otherwise he wouldn't have been able to sit in the Victorian Parliament, actually supported uh, vaccine mandates for uh, healthcare and aged care workers. So, I mean, this is how, uh, this is how vile, uh, the, the COVIDians are. They openly celebrate the hospitalization and death of their political, uh, uh political opponents, uh, uh, while, uh, people on, well, uh, well uh, people who ha are questioning, uh, the effectiveness and safety of the mRNA COVID vaccines. Uh, never gloat about anyone dying suddenly of, of cardiac arrest. And it's becoming well more acceptable now to, to talk about the risk of myocarditis and uh, uh, pericarditis uh, uh, from uh, the COVID uh, vaccines. And uh, even uh, the FDA and CDC are going to, to do at least some sort of investigating. And we are just getting word of this now. Regarding the COVID vaccine, the CDC is now saying that there has been enough cases of people who have had the vaccine, received the vaccine, and then suffered a stroke. The agency will now be investigating any potential links between the shots and the strokes in some of those patients. And uh, now on the, the CDC website uh, in this post, uh, they, they still say no change in vaccine practices is recommended. And uh, we had uh, over in the, the UK, uh, we had the, the BBC amazingly let a cardiologist on, Asim uh, Maholdra, uh, to uh, say this. On top of that, Luke, so one of the reasons I think this is coming to the news just now is obviously there's been a big concern uh, recently around excess deaths. Now, the British Heart Foundation said certainly during the pandemic or since the pandemic, there's been 30,000 excess deaths specifically due to coronary artery disease. That's my area of expertise. And they're trying to figure out what's causing it. Chris Whitty recently said, suggested that it could be because people weren't prescribed statins or blood pressure pills. But Carl Hedigan, that, that unfortunately, I, I've got respect for Chris Whitty, but I think he's mistaken here because analysis I've done, even Carl Hedigan, the director of Centre of Urban Space Medicine Oxford, suggests that statin pills prescription hasn't reduced since the pandemic. So it's unlikely to be a cause. But what is almost certainly, and I, if you allow me to say this, Lequesta, what I, my own research has found, uh, and this is something that is probably a likely contributing factor, is that the COVID mRNA vaccines do carry a cardiovascular risk. And um, I've actually called for the suspension of this pending an inquiry because there's a lot of uncertainty at the moment about what's causing the excess deaths. Some of it will be ambulance delays. My own father, it was reported on BBC News in July, um, uh, late 2021, uh, I was the first to actually highlight the ambulance delays because my own father suffered a cardiac arrest at home and the ambulance took 30 minutes. And when his post-mortem came out, he had very severe coronary artery disease, which is unexplainable. I then published in a peer-reviewed journal, they accepted my findings that the likely cause of his death was two doses of the Pfizer mRNA vaccine he had six months earlier. 
Now, the full interview uh, goes for seven minutes and the, the presenter obviously does push back and he, like she asked for, you know, where's the proof in what you're saying? And he goes into to more detail. So far, it has been viewed 14.8 uh, 14 million times, uh, his uh, interview. And uh, so it's speculated that uh, could uh, he, uh, Asim uh, Malhotra Hodra's appearance uh, be the BBC's most viewed program of uh, 2023. Uh, now, one uh, Brit who has uh, got uh, cancelled, well, uh, had uh, had the the, the whip uh, suspended uh, uh, by uh, by the Conservative Party uh, MP for the the House of Commons. Andrew Bridgen, uh, he's uh, been he's been uh, suspended from the well, Conservative uh, Caucus. Uh, that's probably the the easiest way to explain it in an Australian context uh, for calling for the s suspension of the COVID mRNA program. In 2015, a commentary by Richard Horton, editor in chief of the Lancet, suggested that possibly half of the published medical literature may simply be untrue. He wrote that science has taken a turn towards darkness and asked who is going to take the first step to clean up the system. Well, Madam Deputy Speaker, that first step could start this evening with, with this debate. It starts here and the vaccine minister and the government ensuring in the first instance that there needs to be an immediate and complete suspension of any more COVID vaccines and their use of mRNA technology. Yes, so he uh, got uh, well a suspended from the Conservative Party. So he's in the process of basically being can cancelled. He's been a Conservative MP since twenty ten. Uh, so he has is been in the House of Commons for over a decade. He's not some newcomer there. Uh, now with all of this. Uh, inconvenient news coming out uh, for the the regime as uh lady of uh charlotte uh, uh referred refer, referred to them uh, there is now a this uh, new psa that has gone viral online uh, about uh, what to do when you're suffering a medical coincidence Are you or a loved one suffering from a medical coincidence? You want proper medical care, but you don't want people sniffing around asking a whole bunch of questions about what might be causing your problem. At the Kaufman Institute for Coincidence, we won't look into the cause of your heart or other problem. We'll just fix it. That's right. We promise to only look at your symptoms. We won't get all curious looking for causes because that could get your employer or your doctor into some legal hot water. And nobody wants that. At Kaufman, we understand that coincidence is now the leading cause of death. Hey, we've got another coincidence over here. If we want to operate at the speed of science, there's no time for looking for causes. No pesky questions about drugs or vaccines you may have been given. At Kaufman, we specialize in the effects and leave the causes to the conspiracy theorists. And let's be honest, we know the cause anyway. It was a coincidence, right? For each new patient, 
Kaufman's talented team of doctors strap on their blinders and look directly at the problem area, usually the heart, just like the CDC recommends. Our main campus now treats myocarditis, blood clots, heart arrhythmia, stroke, heart attack, magnetic skin, difficulty breathing, full body blisters and burning, convulsions, kidney failure, memory loss, cancer, sudden death, and much, much more. Give your coincidence the attention it deserves, but not the wrong kind of attention, at Kaufman. Schedule your appointment today at KaufmanCoincidence.com and receive a doctor's note with a real sciency sounding explanation to provide to your anti-vax friends, proving to them it was definitely not the vaccine that caused your coincidence. Kaufman, because coincidences happen pretty much all the time. Official medical coincidence partner of the NFL. Now, did you know that you can actually have a heart attack without actually knowing that you've had it? Like not all, with not all heart attacks, you collapse onto the ground and clutch, clutch your heart. You can actually have have them with without actually knowing it's just when you like uh, uh, have some maybe tests down the road and they say well actually you had a had a heart attack uh back back then and you you probably probably didn't didn't know it there so yeah i think it's a i, th- I think kaufman is a is is a, is a joke there um but yeah it's certainly quite clever satire but um this is, uh, of course, a like no no reason uh, for the 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 big pharma a production chain uh, to cease at all. In fact, uh, we've got our own uh, super uh, three in one uh, vaccine trial here. Uh, it's for COVID, flu, and uh, RSV. Carolyn Rose is fit, firing and no stranger to a needle. I'm a baby boomer and I've had all my vaccinations in childhood. The 72-year-old from the Gold Coast is serious about her health. I'm passionate about uh, the effectiveness and the, the power of vaccine. So much so she's taking part in a new vaccine trial launched by the University of the Sunshine Coast. If successful, will ultimately help um, participants receive, you know, one dose and that could be potentially covered for all three. A three-in-one Moderna mRNA vaccine designed to battle COVID, the flu and respiratory syncytial virus or RSV all at the same time. It would certainly um, have a significant impact on the community. Especially against the potentially deadly RSV, of which there is no current vaccine available in Australia, If the vaccine works, the trial could be extended to younger people. A successful trial will mean Aussies will spend less time bouncing between GPs and pharmacies to get their jabs. Putting less stress on an already strained healthcare system. The 13-month trial is seeking healthy volunteers between 50 and 75 and pays $150 a visit. Travel goes towards my next cruise. Ned Balm, 7 News. And uh, we've also had uh, Pfizer, uh, which has obviously uh, been the the, the biggest uh, pusher. Uh, they seem to have have won the the, the COVID uh, vaccine battle for for co- uh, COVID vaccine supremacy. 
uh, to counter some of the the bad press uh, they've got recently, uh, they have got some celebrity endorsements. So singer Charlie Puth, uh, singer Pink, uh, former uh, U.S. Uh, Olympic swimmer Michael Phelps, uh, as musician Quest Love, and they've even got a convicted uh, criminal uh, Martha Stewart. Uh, to promote their uh, bivennial uh, boosters. You know that unwelcome guest everyone wishes would just leave already? That's COVID-19. That's why I got the new updated booster designed to help protect against recent Omicron variants. Got it? So Pfizer links to the official U.S. website, vaccines.gov. So basically it's a partnership between Martha Stewart, Pfizer, and the the United States government. And, uh, of course, it is not just the, the... I've mentioned the uh, medical uh, coincidence coincidences, but uh, in 2023, the collateral damage damage of the the lockdown years uh, is still is still coming uh, to surface. So Gigi Foster, a, a economics professor at uh, UNSW, uh, she uh, her latest uh, cost benefit analysis of Australia's uh, COVID response, it costs 68 times more than benefits delivered. And Gigi Foster was calling out the folly of lockdowns way back in early 2020. And now going back to the the UK uh, for uh, the moment, which uh, they followed the the same uh, lockdown uh, strategy to protect uh, the health uh, system, uh, at the moment, uh, they have record NHS wait times, and uh, they also have uh, record ambulance uh, response times. And uh, obviously, this isn't helped by the rolling uh, NHS nurses and ambulance strikes, which are basically designed to try and bring down the uh, conservative government, uh, which goes to the polls in less than uh, two years' uh, time. Uh, so uh, the the ordinary Brit, when they hear the term "protect the NHS," now they just mu- they just must be so over it. I'm not sure if there's still any uh, Brits who are going out in their driveway clapping to the sky to thank the NHS, uh, but it is certainly uh, it's it's trashed its own reputation over the past uh, three years. Now moving on to well, it was a sudden death, but given uh, his age and uh, ailing health, it wasn't uh, totally unexpected. Uh, The death of uh, Australian Catholic Cardinal George Pell at uh, the age of uh, 81. And uh, of course, uh, he was uh, much hated uh, by uh, the anti-Christian secular 
left uh, in Australia. And uh, they, even though he was, he had his uh, own child uh, sex abuse convictions unanimously overturned uh, by the High Court of Australia, uh, 7-0, I, I, his haters uh, still believe that he was complicit in the, the cover-up of uh, pedophile Catholic uh, priests. Uh, Professor Augusto Zimmerman, a, another uh, friend of the Unshackled, uh, wrote in Cauldron Pool that he was a, a victim of Australia's anti-Christian uh, bigotry. Uh, he is not going to be uh, receiving a state funeral in New South Wales or uh, Victoria. And Augusto Zimmerman in this article goes uh, goes through uh, the shaky, uh, well, it's, uh, to, to use the term mildly, shaky evidence that was used to uh, convict uh, George Pell uh, in uh, December 2018. He spent over a year in prison. Uh, he was obviously uh, there, uh, like uh, George Pell, he was also hated uh, because he was a cultural conservative in the Catholic Church. Uh, in fact, uh, it has been uh, reported that shortly before he died, he wrote an article denouncing uh, the book prepared uh, by the Vatican for its forthcoming uh, synod as a toxic night nightmare and one of the most incoherent documents ever sent out of Rome. Uh, not only such booklet is couched in neo-Marxian's jargon, but is responsible for the displacement of Christian notion of forgiveness, sin, sacrifice, healing, and redemption. Obviously, the current Pope, uh, Pope Francis, is a, a, Je a Jesuit, which is basically the SJW uh, wing of Catholic priests. Uh, Father Frank Brennan, uh, a Catholic priest in Australia, uh, he is Australia's most prominent Jesuit, also a social justice warrior. Uh, so obviously uh, there are priests that the uh, anti-Christian left like, like Frank Brennan and uh, also uh, Father Bob Mugaya uh, as well. Augusto Zimmerman also mentions uh, that uh, George Pell's Melbourne uh, response uh, to, ch uh, to church victims of child sex abuse was advanced for its time, even though uh, it, uh, by today's standards, uh, the fact that it uh, gagged uh, victims uh, was not was not uh, good enough, uh, but it was a it was a start uh, for the the Catholic Church worldwide. And uh, Peter Dutton, uh, in in his uh, statement uh, on the, the passing of, of Cardinal uh, George Pell, uh, spoke about uh, the uh, political persecution that he endured in Victoria. He said that uh, the quashing of his conviction uh, should uh, provide some cause for reflection for the Victorian Labor government and its institution that led to this modern day political persecution. The fact that uh, that Powell he came across a, in public as he had a very dry demeanor. Some could describe it as cold. Uh, it was easy to portray him as unsympathetic. Like if 
a lot of uh, victims said that he didn't treat them well in meetings. I mean, who are you going to believe in in that circumstance in the news? Are you going to believe this uh, really uh, really cold and unsympathetic looking church, powerful church figure, or are you going to believe the victims of uh, Catholic uh, priest child sex abuse? There, I'm just talking about like when people see it on the the 6 p.m. news. Uh, so he's been buried in Rome, and uh, he will be in turn at St. Mary's Cathedral in Sydney. I hope there are not uh, protesters uh, at his uh, funeral, because that would be particularly uh, distasteful. I mean, the, the the celebration on social media has been distasteful enough. Uh, uh, back in April 2020, uh, after his uh, conviction was quashed by the, the High Court, I spoke with a personal friend of the the cardinal uh john mccauley on on wilms front who gave us an insight into george powell the man that he knew and not just the the man that you saw on the on the tv who was easy to to paint as a villain uh so i linked to that uh after the passing of cardinal powell on the unshackled social media channel so it's worth having a, a look back now moving on uh, to other news, and uh, after a, the uh, FBI uh, des- decided that they would raid Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago re- uh, residence, uh, looking for classified documents that uh, he allegedly took when he he left office and the mainstream media uh, calling what Trump did a threat to national security. It has now been revealed that uh, current president, uh, Joe Biden, uh, when he left the Obama administration as vice president, took classified documents, uh, stored some at uh, uh, the his uh, University of Pennsylvania think tank, uh, which uh, was... Uh, it was referred to uh, the... Uh, 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 the the think tank is like the Clinton initiative, but without the, the, the fundraising, though the University of Pennsylvania, it certainly financially benefited them having a think tank uh, dedicated to, <laughs> to the former uh, vice president. Uh, so he had some there, and he also had some in his uh, garage at his uh, Wilmington residence. Uh, but Biden said not to, not, uh, not to worry that they were kept in his uh, garage. <laughs> Okay. Classified, classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, look, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay? So it's not like you're sitting out in the street. So the but street anyway. It was in a locked garage. Y- yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, but uh, as I said earlier this week, people know... I take classified documents and classified material seriously. I also said we're cooperating fully and completely with the Justice Department's review. As part of that process, my lawyers reviewed other places where documents in my, uh, of, from my time as vice president were stored, and they finished the review last night. They discovered a small number of documents of classified markings and storage areas and file cabinets in my home and my, in my, my, my personal library. This was done in the case of the Biden Penn. This was done in the case of the Biden Penn Center, the Department of Justice, 
was immediately, as was done, the Department of Justice was immediately uh, uh, notified, and uh, the lawyers arranged for the Department of Justice to take possession of the document. So you're going to see, we're going to see all this unfold. I'm confident. Thank you very much. And uh, look how secure the classified documents are in his uh, locked lock garage. I mean, the, the Corvette is in, in one side of the garage and the classified documents in the, the other. And uh, like he said, bec like, because they're in a locked garage there, they're, they're to totally secure, even though a lock can be picked. I mean, I would argue that uh, Trump's uh, documents would be much more secure at a heavily guarded place like Mar-a-Lago than at uh, Biden's uh, Wilmington home that he doesn't even live at at the moment. And uh, Branko, the cartoonist who I, I showed his cartoon uh, paying tribute to Diamond before he had another good one on Biden's uh, the the treatment of classified documents. How can anyone be so irresponsible? And he's walking out of the uh, VP's office with classified documents hanging out of his his pants. And they're discovering more and more. It's not a not a small amount. And so uh, to give the illusion that there is not uh, double standards. Remember that Joe Biden, as vice president, did not have the power to declassify documents, uh, unlike President Trump did. Uh, so Merrick Garland has uh, appointed a special counsel to, to look at it, U.S. Attorney Robert Hoare. Uh, to, so uh, to look at it, there he is there. So we'll see, yeah, just how many documents they, 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 they stumble upon. And some are speculating that this has come out now out of the midterms because the, the, the Democrats, uh, they, uh, they don't want Biden to run for a second term. So this is their, their way of, of sabotaging his presidency so they can get a, somebody who's not senile. Uh, but uh, they'll still be cultural Marxist, of course, as their 2024 nominee. Now, another uh, new project of the, the Biden administration is wanting to, to phase out uh, gas uh, cooktops. There's the, the war on gas appliances now uh, to supposedly fight uh, climate change. And uh, Ron DeSantis, the Florida governor, uh, of course, a... <laughs> he is not going to, to, to let the Biden administration take people's uh, gas uh, cooktops. Uh, so this is what, uh, the, what uh, Ron DeSantis said. When we say uh, don't tread on Florida or let us alone, uh, we mean that, including on your gas stoves. You're not taking our gas stoves away from us. That is your choice. And now a Democrat Congresswoman, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh, she uh, said in a tweet uh, that uh, 
gas stoves can cause brain damage or cognitive impairment, uh, which, I don't know, maybe Biden spent uh, too much time around gas stoves. So uh, she really, uh, it was pointed out her hypocrisy because she owned a gas stove. Uh, so she made this Instagram post trying to own the Republicans who I want to save their gas appliances. I do think it's funny that like absolute utter Republican meltdown where they're like, you can take my gas stove or my cold dead hands or how dare you talk about gas stoves. You have a gas stove. First of all, first of all, I rent, period. Second of all, though, it doesn't even matter because by that logic, these are the same people who would have said we should have never gotten rid of leaded gasoline just because someone may have driven a gasoline car. Science evolves and gives us new knowledge with time. Uh, so is that the reason why you sound stupid when you talk uh, AOC? Is because uh, you spent too much time around uh, the, the gas stoves in your rented apartments. She's still trying to claim that she's poor, even though she's earning a congressional salary uh, now. I mean... <laughs> You can't keep paying the, playing the the bartender minimum wage uh, card uh, when you've been in Congress uh, for, for four years now. Uh, now, even if uh, uh, you are able to retain your your gas stoves, I there there is not uh, there is we're running out of food to be able to cook on them because there's there's the new potato famine in uh, Australia uh, there's a, a short a, a shortage of frozen frozen potatoes and chips at the at the supermarkets uh, so quantity limits are, uh, are back and it's led to some uh, pun headlines in the mainstream media such as uh, f uh, fish and ship shop operators are battered by potato shortage but McDonald's have still got enough uh, potatoes to introduce uh, potato scallops, uh, which are uh, just another name for uh, potato cakes, which is uh, also uh, pissed off the fish and chip shop owners. Uh, in the, the US, there's an egg shortage, so can't even fry eggs on your, on your gas stove. And it's also uh, spread to New Zealand as well. This is their empty gas, uh, oh, sorry, empty eggshelf at countdown supermarkets. I wonder if it'll come to Australia uh, soon. And uh, so you wonder if these uh, these uh, rolling uh, food shortages are famines of particular products. Remember last year it was was lettuce. It's it's uh, just uh, it's uh, preparing us uh, for the the World Economic Forum's plan for us to to eat the bugs, uh, which uh, their Davos conference is is underway. Though sadly, Klaus Schwab won't be able to to open it. Uh, the uh, the head of the World Economic Forum because he's ill at the moment. Um, poor him. Uh, uh, maybe it was all the all all the uh, all the car fumes. He he got some infection from all the car fumes when they were driving into to Davos. This is the the montage here. Yeah, a lot of carbon emissions. Uh, so that voice you can hear is of Avi Yemeni. Uh, he is part 
of a Rebel News's uh, World Economic Forum meeting coverage. Uh, so Ezra is is there, uh, along with Avi and a couple of other uh, Rebel News reporters there. Uh, so uh, Ezra was already uh, stopped at a a roadblock because remember they can they they get uh, uh, the Swiss police uh, uh, personally protect uh, the 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 Davos lair uh, as it's uh, referred to. Uh, so uh, the the theme for this year is uh, protecting the the global economy. Lady of Charlotte says Calvin Robertson is at the back on the right. Yes, he's he's an ordained uh, Anglican priest as well. I see him on uh, GB News and on uh, Rita Panahi's uh, Sky News uh, program uh, as well. Avi does get around. He was in Israel over Christmas and New Year, catching up with his mother and uh, his uh, numerous uh, siblings. Uh, now, uh, today, uh, Monday, the 16th of January, is Martin Luther King Day in the, the United States. And uh, in the, the city of Boston, uh, they unveiled a, a statue to Martin Luther King Jr. and his uh, wife, uh, 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 Coretta, which uh, looks... Oh, I'll just play it. What on earth is that? Now, I think <laughs> I, I, I people have sent uh, various photos about what the statue looks like. I'm not going to gross you all out by showing these images here because you probably <laughs> don't need to to see them again. Uh, but yes. Um, Apparently that is, I don't know where they got that statue designed from. It doesn't look like Martin Luther King Jr. and his, his wife there. It certainly looks like uh, something else. Now, thank you, everyone, uh, for joining me. Uh, gone well over time, though we did have that false start. Uh, remember uh, that uh, uh, if you don't want to send through a super chat, uh, you can uh, support. Uh, the Unshackled by taking out an Unshackled uh, membership at uh, theunshackled.net uh, slash uh, membership. Uh, we have a bronze, silver, and gold platinum membership, and you also send a one-off uh, donation. Uh, so I, there won't be any Wilmsfront or report from Tiger Mountain published this week, but there, there will be uh, more articles published on the Unshackled. So... I showed you tonight uh, Andy Nolch's propaganda uh, expose on uh, uh, Channel 9's coverage of Thomas Sewell's sentencing. Today we just published uh, uh, Margot Huss's uh, review on the Harry and Megan farce, uh, their selling of uh, their souls uh, to tell whatever secrets uh, <laughs> We'll, we'll get them contracts. 
Uh, so I will see you all uh, next Monday uh, for another Tim's News Explosion. Who knows what will be in the news then? It'll be the, the lead up to Australia Day. So I'm sure that that will be in the, the news. It was a good result for Thomas Saw, though he still uh, has uh, the trial later this year for that uh, alleged uh, armed robbery uh, when there was that confrontation uh, between uh, him and uh, some Antifa uh, uh, spies who were trying to uh, take uh, video photos of their camping trip to the Cathedral Rangers. It might have been a joint National Socialist European Australian event. Uh, that's what he served uh, on seven months in prison on remand uh, there. He could uh, go to prison uh, if uh, convicted of that as well. So, yes, exactly right. It's He's a free man for the moment. Um, but yeah, there's there's more to come, and of course, uh, another uh, patriot and uh, freedom ad advocate, uh, Nick Patterson, could go to jail this year when he faces trial for allegedly assaulting Victoria police officers there. So the Victorian state is certainly not done yet. Uh, obviously, one of the their most the their most high profile targets that they persecuted, Pell. Uh, as I mentioned, George Pell died uh, this week, uh, but uh, he was obviously the, the, the most high-profile individual they persecuted, but uh, there's, there's heaps that they've persecuted. Uh, over, coincidentally, the time that Dan Andrews has been Premier. Uh, so remember, I, to, to make sure that uh, uh, all of the Wilmsfront channels continue to grow, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe, because that all helps with the, the algorithm. And I will see you next week. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, uh, stay, stay free, stay happy, stay safe, uh, stay cool tomorrow. I'm not sure if my sweat is, is showing here, but I'm already getting a sweat for the heat wave tomorrow. So, yes, I don't need to tell you to drink plenty of water. Um, yeah, just use common sense and enjoy the sun as well. Enjoy it because, yeah, it's not all bad hot days. It's actually good. Good night. Tim's News Explosion. 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 Tim's news explosion.